0: Okay. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Mastering Entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Ravi Parashar, and I have Mr. Maxim Maximov here in the studio with me today. Um, So thank you for joining me, Max, and thank you for being patient with us. while we got? We got everything set up here.
1: Of course. Uh, It's my pleasure.
0: So um, we are colleagues in the mastering (laughs) the mastering the masters of innovation and entrepreneurship program here at UCI and um we worked on a project together for a large corporation yes that um you are working for so I kind of see you as more of an intrapreneur and that was more of an intrapreneurial project um Tell me about your experience as an innovative thinker inside of a a larger corporation. Because on on the show, we talk to a lot of people. uh, Everybody I've talked to so far has told us about their own independent journey out on their own. They have all that freedom of decision-making. And some of the experience that I had on working on that project with you is... You're not always given all that freedom. You're constrained to the structure of the institution as well. So why don't you um, tell us a little bit about your experience over the past few years
1: in that environment. And uh, very interesting that you brought it up. Mm -hmm. So how I see, um, I had my business a while back, like maybe 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. It wasn't successful and I was thinking, okay, I'm missing something. And I, start, I joined the company um, and worked through. Uh, and then I joined a different company. And <clears throat> the current company, they offer me actually a position to start the innovation program inside of the IT department, but a large corporation. Um, the corporation itself, about 30,000 people. And um, the IT group that we have, about 2,000 people. And I say, okay, let's... Let's create the innovation team inside of the large corporation, mm-hmm. and I was so excited because I had always a lot of ideas. But it has a completely different dynamics. Um, it's just a very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a different challenges, different dynamic, but it's not different from innovating outside of the company, like doing your startup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very interesting. Um, the the one thing is, I think. That puts them kind of in the same, in the same uh, category, or at this like looking at the same from the same perspective. Sure. Both of the startup and innovation program, um, we're looking for the funding, and we need to prove results. Right. We need to sh- we need to we need to show what we can deliver first, mm-hmm. um, and then we we get more funding, and it's completely different from. Uh, many years it was R&D, which is different from innovation. Because innovation, it doesn't happen in IT, it happens. It's processes, people, mindset at the company, um, support of the managers of that program. It's It's all set of the same skills you need to go if you're going outside. What it gives you, the biggest benefit that you get, if you fail on one project, second project or the third project, it's still okay. You get funded at least to pay to yourself. So basically you get paid mm-hmm. to do innovation. Yes, it's difficult. It takes longer to do something, you're not that agile because you need to have a lot of stakeholders agree on the project, but it's not different from going outside, looking for the sponsors, pitching your idea, showing that value. Mm-hmm. and implementing and <clears throat> what we do we getting to the point as minimal viable product and we give it to the team that has a i would say that can take that project and influence or build up let's say if we're doing changes in uh, business pro- processes mm-hmm. they have to take the ownership otherwise it will not move we just need to right. build a small project to show them the value and we kind of hands off we track. We coming back and asking what is ROI, but basically we already on the different project.
0: Sure. So, much of the same challenges. Funding, A different dynamic. But but um, different things that you have to deal with. Um, good. Um, I also wanted to bring something else up. Um, I'm not sure if we should talk about that later, though. I want to talk about gamification, okay? And you gave a talk just the other day about yes. gamification, and I, I went to it and I thought it was one of the better talks that we come to. We we have workshops uh, in this program, what three, four, or five times a week, and um, your program, your uh, gamification talk, I think brought. So much more value to uh, the students in the program than most of the other talks.
1: Oh, thank you. yeah.
0: no, it's it was amazing. I've never even heard of gamification before your talk. So your explanation of it, and as I as you explained what it was, um, I started realizing that it's happening all the time all around me. <laughs> yeah, we just and don't I, see it. I didn't realize it. So why, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, a background about what gamification is for those who don't know what that is and um, give us some examples as well of, of
1: where we would see it. Absolutely. Um, so... What gamification is? First of all, it's um, applying game elements, and I'll talk a little bit what the game elements are, mm-hmm. or game principles in non-game environment, and the, what the benefits you get. Like let's say entrepreneurial company, you need to differentiate yourself, and you always fight for adoption rate of your product or your services, and if you bring something. Different that the people care about it you're gonna have be ahead of other competitors and most of the companies they realize in benefits and they start implementing. however, it has to be done in very subtle way transparent that it doesn't break engagement mm. and one of the reason why I start looking into the gamification because it related to the innovation program, and uh, we start innovation program in a large corporation. We have a, a lot of tasks we need to do. It's all piled up. You have no time to even think outside the box. You always trying to complete the projects that line up. Mm-hmm. You finish one project, two in the line. You finish two. There's four in the line. So right. the race never ends. Yeah, and people are losing engagement. Mm-hmm. engagement productivity slows down especially in corporate america and there was a study around the globe it's not just a corporate america but around the globe people disengage from the job 70 87 yeah. percent imagine how much money the company invests into the talent invests in the resources and the engagement so low they just have to bump everything else up, like the services, mm-hmm. the prices. And you see that, the, let's say, the bills they send for the services, like, let's say, Microsoft, right? Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal. Why? It's not that effective, uh, what they're trying to do. Um, maybe because the size, that's one problem. <coughs> I,
0: I, I think that lack of engagement... So um, to touch on what we were talking about earlier um and being an innovator inside of a large corporation you might fail right but you're kind of playing with house money you still yes. get your paycheck yeah. you know the mortgage is yeah. going to get paid and the kids are going to get fed uh but the so you don't really have that skin in the game right so when That's you're in right. when you're in a corporate setting um and like, let, let's say, you know, you're an accountant or, or you're, you're um, a product developer or a project manager or something like that. It's easy for that pipeline, that flow of work to get backlogged really fast, right? When you lose engagement. Um, and like you said, like we mentioned earlier, there's, they don't have skin in the game. They're still going to get the paycheck, Right. They might get fired if that backlog gets too long or, <laughs> you know, projects aren't getting completed by due dates. But um, for the most part, like, you can kind of disengage a little bit and just work at just hard enough, right, to to keep that paycheck going. Um, so gamifying things... To increase that engagement, increase productivity, squeeze more out of not just the employees, but maybe your customers, right? Your audience that you're trying to reach. Um, You know, I I encourage anyone listening to this podcast to leave comments or or something. I I, want to know what your favorite gamified element in your life is and leave that in the comments. We're going to pick the best one. We're going to send you a T-shirt. (laughs) so So that's that is an example of how you can incorporate gamification into something right so i'm kind of making a little competition amongst my audience of who has the coolest gamified element in their life and they're gonna play in the comment section i'm engaging these listeners
1: yes Mm -hmm. so i think um it's interesting uh because gamification uh play a very significant role in um, improving the work experience. And the first thing from the games, and we learn it when we've been kids, it has to be fun. It's gotta be fun. Yeah. So, uh, small companies like Enterprises, they kind of already have it. They inherit it because it's a small team. They have the same challenge, but it's funny, in the mission, it's almost like a mission. I'm on the mission, we're trying to build the company. It's a different set of interests and that's why it's already kind of inherits that gamify approach they're in the same bowl they have the same challenge they're looking forward to the challenges because they know when they pass them mm-hmm. they're gonna get something better uh, more customers um, more funding it's it's if you look at the internal part of the let's say startups and large corporations so large corporations already do it But not just inspire internal teams, it's very engaging to inspire your customers because you fight for the attention Mm -hmm. um, and there's actually a loyalty program as one of the vivid examples. Um, It's it's one of the uh, companies that uh, fly, uh, when you book the flights. So, So, like let's say American Airlines. They have that loyal program. The more you fly, the better deal you get for the next ticket. Right. So, and that's a kind of, it's a one way to look at. Mm-hmm. But there's a, so many facets you can tune to get your customers engaged, to get your employees engaged. Just And you have to add little by little, just mm-hmm. seeing the results. If you try to change a lot, let's say internal or for the customers, it's going to be very confusing and it could be actually get a lot of disengagement because it's complex right. uh, but as you mentioned um, one of the examples that you're looking to gamify it has to be fun first of all yeah. you cannot force everybody to participate so finding the programs inside of the company to everybody get like oh I want to be part of this group what are they doing you know and you bring in small elements and you mm. you will see how people engage so and they have the same challenge they collaborate better on next projects because they kind of in the same mission. Um, so, and for the customers, you can, like one of the vivid examples, like Facebook does it very well. They have a team of a lot of engineers, psychology engineers, um, social engineers, and they build the application, you cannot get off. Mm-hmm. and as soon as' you're trying to get off they give you some value like news uh, maybe something local news right. rumors and they some look at reward rewards you now. can buy some local stuff um, you feel like you're gonna be missed out mm. fomo yeah. uh, fear of missing out and they play on that pretty well 2.5 billion people log in into Facebook every day
0: Yeah, they're. Um, I guess they're doing pretty well. Like you could say,
1: you, <laughs> you could say that. You can look at the stock. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, so okay, so what? Um, wh- what? Like, how do we gamify our lives? Like, not just yeah. Uh,
1: yeah that's a good question. You know,
0: uh, we can easily fall into like some routine of a, a daily daily routine and I think it's important to stay engaged in life um, you know when I was over the break I didn't have much to do all of you know my partners are gone for the holiday or whatever and it was just like me hanging out at my apartment for most of the time I'd wake up at like 10, 30 or you know really late and um, yeah terrible me right uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I had very low engagement. I'd just wake up and kind of roll out of bed and take a shower and leisurely eat something. Maybe I'd go to the gym and walk on the treadmill while I watched Netflix on my phone or something. And l- very low engagement in life. Um, what are some like tips and tricks of how we could gamify... Our life
1: set ourselves up for some success. Um, it's a very good question. You don't need <clears throat> um, you don't need to let's say get hit by gamification uh, or be in the game or gamify by someone else. Uh, we all have challenges in life, and we're not looking forward to them. Mm-hmm. But if you reframe that and understand the principles of ga- principles of gamification. Um, Let's say you set objectives for in life. What you want to do? And I'll bring an example later. So goal setting is a key. Goal setting is number one. Uh-huh. Then understand who you are and what motivates you. The character. The, the character. Ga- who, the piece. The gay her- the game characters. Game yeah. yeah. Are you bo- more like explorer? Are you a social person? Uh-huh. Uh, what is your? What motivates you? Right. What inspires you? And. <clears throat> Then you set the uh, behavior, what do you want to, like, what is your target behavior? What do you want to do? And if you do that, what are you going to get back, uh, like a reward? Right. So you have to understand, this is my objective, this is who I am, and I need to design something that inspires me to go, if I'm social, but I want to go to the gym, Mm -hmm. you just call your body and say, hey, can we have a team of four people? talk about our, let's say, next project or just, like, I don't know, just let's go together to the gym, like four of you.
0: Yeah. And then… Play a game of… Shoot some hoops or something. Yeah. Anything.
1: When you engage socially with your best friends, Uh you're going to just go to the… Show up to the gym. And this is half of the winning the game, Mm -hmm. right? Or whatever the, the winning your challenge And if you're in the gym with your buddies and everybody pumping the metal or whatever on the treadmill, you're going to be like, okay, let's go on the treadmill. But so you engage yourself the way that you prefer. Some people like a different approach and they just, uh, I have a friend at work. He has has a goal. He said, I'm going to run one mile a day, no matter what. Mm. And, um, he has a calendar. He poked the hole every day if he runs the mile. And he has four kids, and his kids also start running with him. And so he basically runs a mile a day. They're not all the time with him, but he runs every one mile every single day. So it's 365 miles a year.
0: Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> That's a lot of miles when you think about it that way. But, I mean, it's, 10 it's minutes. a totally achievable goal. Exactly. Right target behavior is run the mile and your reward is
1: you feel better you your blood is pumping energy yeah you get the reward that hey i got straight this week you know no missing dates and that keeps you involving okay i want to do now month Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you design challenges that oh, other people... you,
0: you just, can even build on top of that. Yes. Yeah. So you have a one-week streak, and you get a special type of reward or something. You yes. You a one-month streak, you get to, uh, you know, you get,
1: I don't know, you could take a weekend out of town with your, with you your can, wife or something. Yeah. If you like bagels, but... I mean if I run a mile a day okay I can have a bagel yeah. but let's say if the whole week I run I, I will have a slice of cake and it's like a, you have to build rewards into the your program or right. your life yeah. otherwise you're just going to get burned out if you That's don't amazing. see results you're going to get burned out and even if you're trying to achieve something that it's abstract for instance uh, in your life you need to find out the way to measure mm-hmm. your achievements and then you will be able to actually, you have to prize yourself. Pat on the back. Even if there's nobody around you, pat mm-hmm. on the back. Look back, have a list of uh, achievements you did this this year, this week, this day. It doesn't matter. You have to have a keep record. Then you can look back and like, hey, last year I hit, Two hundred days, I run two hundred days. Right. Two hundred miles. Yeah. So this is um, this is so we have objectives. We have um, so we have, sorry we have objectives. Um, then uh, we identify who we are. Then we build tr- what tiger behavior, target behavior we want from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, we need to. Have those activity loops? What kind of activity loops? When I'm gonna get? What motivates me? Mm-hmm. What do I have to do? And I get feed, I get feedback as reward mm-hmm. and repeat. And also have a progressive loop. So basically, improving, easy to get in, but improve each day and yeah. going more advanced later. It will help you to break into the kind of habit. What yeah. you're trying to achieve in life. Also, it has to be fun.
0: It's got to be fun. it got to be fun. Yeah. So it can be making your rewards fun, right? That re- it, yeah. During that feedback loop. The game has to be fun. fun. But you touched on something and you said, you know, in order to keep that engagement, there has to be like some type of progression, right? Some type of improvement. So... Your game might start out with just a sole objective of running every day. But then eventually you're going to be like, yeah, well, I run, I've ran 60 days in a row every day for one mile. It's not that great. What what else can I track? It's not hard anymore. I'm no longer being challenged by going out and running one mile every day.
1: Now you very well prepared yeah. for the
0: next level. Next Level, level up. Yeah. So creating something that you talked about in your talk was the boss fight yes right and how it has nothing to do with fighting with your boss right (laughs) in life in life we want to avoid fighting with our boss but in the games games,
1: we're looking forward Yes. yes so basically when you play in a game it's a huge challenge that you're looking forward to it Right. Because now I can level up, I get more points. Mm-hmm. In life, we're winning the boss fight. Yeah. So um, it's very important to even you reframe differently, mm-hmm. and you you can achieve so much more uh, yeah. if if you just looking at this a different way. Hey, if I'm going, let's say in doing public speaking, which is the scariest thing for many people. Yeah. I have once talk or one speech delivered once, okay, two, three. And let's say if you did 12 a year, hey, I feel more comfortable. I can level up. I can speak to more people instead of two people at my home or Mm -hmm. maybe three. Uh, And then five, 10, 500, thousands. Uh And you're like, hey, this is is my challenge in life. And um, you can always come up with a challenge. So with the running... So maybe that boss fight
0: is... I'm going to give a talk at a conference. Exactly. Or for running, I'm marathon. At, I'm, oh, a marathon! I wasn't even thinking of that. I was going to
1: say I was going to say five k, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the marathon. But but there so you go. You yeah, I'm going well ready for the marathon. So there's a mud run. There's a, oh, yeah. a Spartan run. Spartan races. Sure. So there's a lot of things, and like hey, Those I, I, now I'm ready fights. to participate in a series game. You know? Yeah.
0: Man, I love gamification. That just like (laughs) is so cool because you can literally make whatever goal you want to achieve into a game by breaking it down into some simple elements. Exactly. And that's, that is amazing. Um, So I know you're short on time, so thank you for coming here. We're, we're just about out of time. So I think this
1: is a good stopping place. So if we... I, I think it's a great just start for the topic. Yeah. I I would ask your uh, followers to go and actually ask more questions. And maybe we have a more deep dive next time Yeah, based on their questions. Oh, yeah. Let's hey, do that. S- so send me a challenge and we will try to reverse engineer and actually build a little game for you. Okay.
0: Um... So so, what what should we tell our audience right now to do,
1: so that we send can, me we a can challenge tr- in life if you if you're willing to share, and then let us to gamify it for you, uh-huh. so you have at least looking forward to actually complete your challenge. There you go. Okay, so send us, email
0: us. Um, you know, here's here's our email address right here at the bottom of the screen. Um, email us your life's challenges the goal that you want to achieve and let's see if we can gamify you we're going to pick one of the emails that we get and we'll we'll create a gamification yeah let's structure a, using those elements exactly and in our next podcast we'll we'll share that with everybody maxim maximov thank always you always a pleasure talking to you thank, thank, you, thank you very you much so
1: much Thank you. All
0: thank right. You. So thank you for tuning in to Mastering Entrepreneurship. And I'm your host, Ravi Prashar. Again, my guest here was Maxim Maximoff today. We talked about gamification. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Also follow the TikTok page. I know um, a lot of you guys aren't following my TikTok page, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's so much fun. Uh, thank you so much. We'll see you on the flip side. Thank you.